Welcome to the Empower Your Life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, or medication. I want to give you hope that this is all possible. Your body has the amazing ability to heal and give it the right help. We also wanted to make sure that you stay tuned to the end of this podcast for a very special offer if you live in the Dallas area. Right on that note, let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, this is Stephanie, the host of your Empower Your Life podcast, and today we have Amanda. She is with Midway and Apple Midway. I always want to say Midway. It's Medway. M-E-D. Way Apple and Health Coaching. And I'm so excited. And we, you know, we knew each other like, gosh, maybe a year, year and a half ago. So I know it's, um, it's been a while because of everything that's been going on. So I'm so glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. So let's get into, tell us a little bit about your story. Like how, um, how did you get into doing health coaching and um, yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah, I think I've always been a health coach, to be honest with you. I just didn't realize the title of a health coach. So about three years ago when I moved here to uh, Dallas, I had an opportunity to figure out what it is I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And prior to this, I was in marketing and majority of my clients were in the health, uh, industry, health insurance industry. And I really enjoyed learning about it and being able to take that information and put it in a way that their their audience and just pretty much the world, because everybody needs insurance, was able to uh, comprehend it. And flip three three years ago, or flip two three years ago, I uh, had a chance to kind of figure out what it, like I said, what what is it that I want to do for the rest of my life? And did some research and found a health coaching company, and they really spoke to who I was as a person. They were able to, they were going to teach me opportunities to really help problem solve uh, people, but with people, but it's more based on just, it's not business solutions or pro- business problem solving. It was really helping them um, make, op- uh, make lifestyle changes, make lifestyle habit changes, and it's something I think I've always done with friends of mine and being able to hold a safe space for them, so it was really great that in kind of a backwards way, I can, I'm doing my life passion and making, and being able to make a successful business out of it. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, and I know you told me, you know, you were in marketing before and a part of um, what you loved about the marketing piece of it was just the whole human behavior and why people act the way they do. So tell us a little bit more about like how you've been able to take that piece into the health coaching. Yeah. So a lot, majority of health coaching is it's 80% uh, human behavior uh, and 20% uh, life coaching or health coaching and the marketing information or the marketing schooling that I've had was taught me how to really understand purchase behavior so I was able to take kind of cross over just how people behave and then be able to have really in-depth conversations with them so we can really dri- dial down to understand who they are as a person why do they tick so that when we seek our seek out goals, if we're seeking out being able to make changes, that it's a lot easier and a lot more sustainable to do so? Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me um, a little bit about just kind of the, the people that you see, who you help, um, the process that you help people through. Sure. So I uh, typically work with women in between 30 and 40 years old reason being that's kind of the age range that I am in and a lot I feel like when 
some people who with similar traits or similar ages like to stick together. And uh, I, typically with uh, women professionals, and the what I really like to try to focus is on is women who struggle with perfection. And I help them rewrite their life story so they can live a life that they love and that they can do it unapologetically. And how I do that is actually in a multitude of ways, but really it all stems around my signature framework. And the framework is called the Freedom for Overachievers framework. <laughs> and uh, exciting, uh, coming up this coming Monday, I am hosting my first masterclass, and it's all about kicking, the pr kicking procrastination Sometimes perfectionists tend to have a little uh, procrastination gene in them, and it'll be a seven-day masterclass where I will be able to—I will teach you all about my framework and what uh, happens when it comes to making a decision and things that you can do to start alleviating those—that—that that scare tactic that we sometimes go through or that we put ourselves through. Yeah, so talk a little bit more about perfectionism, because I know, like, that's something that a lot of people, like, go through, um, I, I mean, especially as women, uh, I know I've, I've had to, to overcome things like that, so tell, tell us a little bit more about, like, you know, what happens with that, and why it happens, and... Yeah, it's something that I think has been a part of me since forever ago, and majority of the time, it's an old story that we told ourselves forever ago and we are still telling ourselves that same story and it's no longer serving us and when I say it's no longer serving us it's you're living in fear you are not living out your truest desires you're waiting for something to happen for you to then act boldly it really also relies all revolves around your beliefs beliefs about other people beliefs around yourself and taking having an opportunity to adjust those beliefs so that you can make better choices so you're not sitting and waiting for something good to happen or something different to happen for you to do what you've always wanted to do. Yeah, we, we do a similar thing, you know, some similar concept at our office, um, which really, I mean, like, you know, I always tell people how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so you know, even though I do physical therapy, there's a lot of these kind of same concepts that you have to do to get people um, the outcomes that they want. And, and you know, I talk to people about, like, you know, there's so many different ways of, of that we can get pain in, in physical therapy, and you have to get to the source of what it is. Otherwise, you're not going to get the outcome that you want, and that's true for anything um, in life. And, and ultimately, in our healthcare system, we like to treat the symptoms, and that's, that's a big problem. And so you can feel pain, like, mechanically, which is, like, the way we move and the patterns that we do, and, and that can create problems. And then you have pain that's going to be more, um, more uh, uh, chemically, which is like you have that that swelling from an injury, and so chemicals can treat chemicals. You can feel pain thermally, which would be like sunburns, those kind of things. But then other things that people don't talk about are emotional pain and autoimmune type pain, and you've got to address those. And when you do the emotional side of pain, literally, it's it's you have something that happened in your life in the past and you're you're experiencing something similar that's bringing up those old feelings essentially and if you don't address that then you're never going to get that pain to resolve i mean it's it's essentially like you know what you're talking about is is like the same thing it's like cognitive behavior type therapy and how i like to describe it to my patients is it's like you have you know you hear this song that you haven't heard in like 
five years, six years, and that song put you, can put you right back into a time in a movie from like 1985 where you can actually see the scene and see the characters and see exactly what happened based on that song, good or bad. And that's essentially what happens is you're experiencing something that's bringing up those feelings from a long time ago if it's chronic. And if you don't address that, then you're never going to be able to move forward. And that's essentially, you know, what you're talking about. Totally. And even picking back off of the, that emotional pain, our, we're built to always have love, safety, and belonging intact. And sometimes having to bring that emotion back up, it's too scary. So it's easier to push it away because love, safety, or belonging thinks that it's going to be threatened. A lot that I, a lot that I share with my uh, uh, clients is reminding yourself that this is the new love and safety and belonging that you're working towards. There actually is no scary lion chasing you <laughs> that your body doesn't realize, and that's why it, it's trying to protect you. You have to just work with yourself and remind yourself and have a better conversation with yourself in the head of like, no, this is, this is okay. Nothing is being threatened. We're just trying yes, something I'm new for ourselves. That in time will become a new habit, and this will be the new reality. So we don't have to feel threatened anymore. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I have a health coach, and one of the things that he, like, even talked about last week, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that was totally me, and it's not me anymore because I've, like, totally have overcome a, a lot of these kind of similar things that you're talking about is, you know, they, you have these two spectrums of people. You have one group of people over here where basically it's like, I'm a victim, everyone's out to get me, and it's because of you. You know, it's all, all these are the reasons why I'm not moving forward. And then you have people over here, which is like the OCD, which is, again, like the perfectionism and things that you're talking about. And they are so OCD to, to getting everything they, they need to get done, and they're, they ha they're very rigid, and they have to hit this path. And you get to the point where you feel like you're on this hamster wheel and you just can't get off this hamster wheel and you don't even know what it is that it is and you've got to pull yourself to be more where it's kind of in the middle so that you can kind of have awareness around things so that you can literally like you know I also tell people like if you are so like want to be in control you're never going to grow like they, they're, they're two opposite of the spectrum so you have to be able to like take a step back and um, and have trust in, in a process and have like um, vulnerability to know that you don't have all the answers and that's okay and that that you aren't going to get it right and that's okay because you're always going to be learning from it and then when you can kind of get into that that place then you can kind of get off that hamster wheel but that's where it takes like a coach sometimes because you know when you are dealing with it and you're just in the whole emotional side of, of I don't even know what to do I don't even know where to begin because you're so emotionally attached to the outcome then you need someone from the outside that's not attached to the outcome to really go and say like okay I can see where the breakdown's coming. Let me ask you a few questions, and, and let's let me help you kind of navigate through that process. And that's, I mean, essentially what you do. And I think there's even levels within describing that person. I think there's folks that are just on a sidewalk, and they identify as a, pro, a perfectionist or procrastinator and live in fear, but I'm okay with it. Like, life's not the best, but I can manage. Then there's some folks that are kind of in the slow lane of just like, you know, I'm going to look here and there and see maybe there's something I can do about it, but I'm not actually going to implement it. But in theory, this seems like a really good idea. But And then there's the folks that are in the fast lane of like, you 
give me everything. I want to try everything. And it's trying to actually figure, I think, a happy medium in between the fast lane and the slow lane are the folks that actually want to make change because they're finally realizing like this story no longer works for me. I want all of these things. I desire all of these things. I may not necessarily know how to do them, but I want to do so many different things. I just need, I just need the path. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also what coaches do really well of, talking to those folks of like you don't worry about the how the how will come when yes. you take a step forward every single day i think that happens with health coaching when you work on your body like if you show up every single day magic does tend to start to happen but you got to do it every single day yes and no one can convince you that if you think your perfection is working for you and i like to think of it as like when you go in for a job interview and they're like well what what are your uh, what are your strengths and your weaknesses it's like oh well I'm I'm a perfectionist and it's a it's a positive because of this and this and it keeps me really that is telling a really it's almost like it's a negative story it's yeah. not a, it's not a story of abundance of that you're able to grow from and give yourself an opportunity to try well, you'll Anything stop. Because yeah, you you'll, you'll, you'll stop. You'll stop. Because exactly. it's like, um, I don't know if I'm doing it well, so I'm just not going to do it at all. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I think, where I enjoy really working with women. So you don't, you can put that down. Yeah. You don't need it to be that way. And you can take a step forward. And whatever it is that you're thinking or trying to do, you can do it. And there will be no guilt. There doesn't need to be fear. You don't need somebody else's permission to do it. You are worthy enough to do it. You have all the value in the world. Yeah. Reminding yourself of that constantly. Yeah. And that's good. That's the hardest thing, I think, for women is just overcoming a lot of those things. Um, and always, you know, can't, not saying no because they want to be there for everyone. But mm -hmm. at some point you can't because you can't, you can't take care of yourself and run yourself down into the ground and then be able to take care of other people. It's just not possible, and, and it's okay to say no, um, but it's such a hard word for, for us to do. It is. So one of the pillars in my framework is actually it's all about boundaries, and it is a huge emphasis that I speak upon is the word no <laughs> and how important the word no is. And it's not – it's actually it's a form of self-respect that you have for yourself but that people are actually going to form with you because – you have a boundary. You know what I can do and what I can't do. And they're going to honor you for that. Respect they're going to respect you, you for that because yeah. you're not just like, oh, well, I guess I can do anything and everything. And then you're crummy when you're there or you end up backing out of it or whatever excuses that may. Yeah. You'll we piss all, we more people to, off mm -hmm. doing it that way. And you're not going to, you know, it, it's. It's kind of the same thing, you know, when you're on an airplane, that's why they tell you to put your oxygen on first before you put your kid's oxygen on because you're useless if you are, if you're not healthy and if you're not really there and present, it doesn't matter. Like it, it's better for you to say no um, and say yes to the things where you're totally going to be present than for you to say yes to everything. It's really hard for us women to understand <laughs> it, totally it, but is. like no one else is going to make you number one priority. No. No, you have Nobody to do it. is. You have to make yourself number one priority. No one's gonna love you the way you love you. Yeah. So if you can't, if when, if you don't know how to love yourself, that's okay. Let's figure out how to do that yeah. first. And I promise you, once you figure that love, that value, what you cherish about yourself, all of that.
that stigma that you've hold, held against yourself will melt away so much easier than, God, she sounds like she's bonkers. There's no way that that's possible because everything has to be in line. That line will become non-existent or it'll become zigzagged. Yeah. Much easier because that component of you, you know who you are. So all of that fear, all of that judgment of what other what people, people think, think yeah. no, is, it, it no longer affects you. Yeah. It's, it's no longer a part of your story. Yeah. Well, and it's very freeing when you, when you're, when you live your life that way because um, you can't, if you're seeking to get happiness and joy from other people, you can't get it. Now, you can, you can get happier and you can have more, more joy, but if you don't have it for yourself, like it's gonna get, it's gonna come and it's gonna go and then you're gonna be right back into yeah. the exact same situation because again you're not getting down to the source of like what truly is going on which life is life doesn't happen to you life happens for you yeah so what are you doing for yourself to have a beautiful life yeah in whatever and my be- the definition of a beautiful life for me could be a very different definition for you Stephanie and that's <laughs> okay. okay yeah. That's, that's also the beauty of it. Of These are the choices. These are what I believe in, and this is what I'm doing to get there. Yeah. Or I want to achieve to – I want to be a uh, – as an example, I, this could be an opportunity or maybe I want to become a New York seller's best uh, – a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. What do I want to do to make sure that happens? Yeah. What are the steps? Right. And it, it could be do? on the afternoon – you want to be a writer? Hell no. That's the last thing I want to be doing. I would rather be an athlete. Yeah. I want to become a, a, an Iron Man. That's not what I want to do, but that's also... It's okay. But I, I'm making steps towards to be able to do that, and that's okay. You're, yeah. you're living away from that perfection. You're not sitting in a corner or stuck in your kitchen every single day. Granted, we are stuck in our kitchens anyways, <laughs> but you're... Feeling a little better about yourself when you get on the Zoom talking to your friends. <laughs> yeah, and I think also realizing that everyone's on, on a journey, and everyone's journey is a different journey. Um, and you'll have people like what you are talking about earlier that just are okay with everything right now. And, and that's, I mean, it happens, you know, I can tell when someone comes in the office and they're going to be ready to, to work. Because they have hit their low point, they've tried everything, nothing's worked, it's like they're, they're ready. Like they are going to... They're going to take what we say, and they're going to go with it. And the people are like, oh, it's not really affecting my life that much. Like, I can still kind of do it. And it's like, okay, well, you haven't hit your low point yet to make it work. And when you finally do, then even when you get into that, oh, in between, like, it's okay. You're not going to ever want to be there again because now you see what it really feels like to, to like, pull yourself out of it. And you're like, well, this, this middle ground is like I'm just stuck, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm okay with it, but then I'm also not really living my life. And I'm – in my experience, those folks that are just like, eh, I'm just kind of bumping along. I think there are also folks that really enjoy information and they just want to read or be kind of stuck in yeah. theory. That I enjoy, it's like, here, here's my Facebook group. I give you a whole lot of information. I'm going to share things that I know. I'm going to give you a tip or a trick along the way. And when you're ready, when it's finally enough, when you've had enough doing it on your own and you want support, you're already here in this wonderful community that you already hopefully know and understand and trust yeah. that you can get out of your own way. Yeah. Because I think that's sometimes part of the issue, too. Of like, I, It's it's me. It's not you. It's me. I'm the one who is... is the victim. Mm-hmm. 
like there's there, there you have the two spectrums exactly. you know and so you've got to kind of get to the point where you're you're kind of in the middle and when you get fed up that's when you're really ready to make some of those changes um and it's it's like that with with any part part of your life because people never get fed be. up they're just like i'm just going to be like this and you know they they're not ready to to make some of those changes and um, and oh, I, could, I was angry for years, so upset for years, not even realizing how actually mad and angry I was and taking it out on everyone until it, it just, it, it, it stopped. I mean, it, I, I can't, the, the actual experience is not coming to me right now, but it definitely was just like, no, I, this is enough. Yeah. No, this cannot, this no longer can be because I'm. I don't like myself. <laughs> I don't like how I wake up every single day and what my story is. What my what yes. if, I, if I'm going to look back in like the vignette of my life, if I'm going to do like a a, a movie, a movie. Yeah, thank you. A, mu- <laughs> a movie for my life. Like this, is, this stinks. I turn this off. Yeah, I don't want that anymore. I don't yeah. want to turn off my movie. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's where you have people that they're at different stages and, um, and you just can't compare yourself to other people at all because oh, everyone's on their own, like everyone's on their own journey. You just have to keep on saying that. Like, yeah, lady, you don't even know like what, how far they've come and how long it took them to get there. You just see the results. Yes. Ladies, we, our step five <laughs> could be their step 57. Yeah. That's a lot of steps in between that we have the opportunity to take to get to 57. Like, it's so more exciting that, like, I get to take 50-some steps to get to her, to, to get to her, to where she, she is. is. Yeah. It's not better. Yeah. I'm just not there yet because I'm only on square five. I yeah. have a lot to experience. Yeah. A lot to overcome. A lot to overcome. A lot to learn. A lot of bad stories I tell myself, and that's okay. And that, I mean, sometimes <laughs> yep. the bad sto- the bad stories are what one or good one. Bad stories turn into good stories. Yeah. Or bad experiences can, can turn into good stories, but it also gives you that opportunity we were saying before of okay, I, I this is going to teach me something. I yeah. am now at a turning point in my life, and I'm about to blast off yeah. yet again, and this is going to be good. It yeah. stinks right now, but yeah. something's going to. Some, I, I'm going to learn something from this. Yeah. And sometimes when you're in it, it's like, there's what is going on? Why Why is this happening to me? And then goodness comes on the other side. It's like, oh, that's why. Yeah. I'm so actually really grateful that I got to go yeah. through that because now I'm at Stanford and I'm no longer doing it that yeah. way. And that's kind of how I've always kind of viewed my life. And at the very beginning when things happen, when you're, you know, early on in your life, you're like, why me? I don't understand. And then you start realizing afterwards, like, oh, my God, thank you for this even happening because it totally changed the pathway of my life. And now when anything ever happens, it's kind of like, what am I supposed to learn from this? Mm-hmm. And it could be all a good thing. Is, what am I supposed to learn from this? And sometimes it's like, oh, it's all, it has to be bad things that happen in your life that you have to learn something. It could be good things as well. It's like, no, well, this is. always lessons. Yeah. No, this is, I enjoy this. How, how I receive love, how I give love, how I want to entertain I like doing that. I'm going to continue to do it and just get better at it. That's a positive thing, but you wouldn't know that you how to love and entertain until you had your first dinner party. Yeah. But if you're too afraid to even do it, like you're not even going to know if you like it. Maybe it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> all, all the time. All the time. Well, is there anything else that you want to share before I think, we leave? Uh, just 
that, uh, my master class is yep. coming up on Monday. I can share the information so women can register. It is free for anyone to attend. It's happening in my Facebook group, and it's all about kicking the procrastination. You'll learn what happens when you get stuck uh, making a decision and what you can do to go, what you can do to change it so procrastination is no longer in your way. That's awesome. And we'll put all that information down below in the, in the, um, in the podcast so that you guys can get to that. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thanks so much, Destiny. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Empower Your Life podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to it just as much as we enjoyed making it. In the description below, you'll find a link to our back pain report. I guarantee you, you'll find a ton of information there. And as always, enjoy your week and go empower people.